I'm Shannon. And I'm Lisa. And you're listening to Black Tivities, a celebration of all things Black. Black culture, Black history, Black perspectives, and Black panache. Celebrating our Blackness doesn't mean exclusion. Everybody's invited, but you got to come in and have a seat. So let, let the Black Tivities begin. Shannon here. My best. You see how the mic turn? Yo. Oh, okay. tighten it. I ain't do it. Is it? You need to tighten it, I think. Okay. <laughs> I'm just not going to touch it. Mic problems. It. Sorry. All right. Yeah. Hey, how y'all doing? Mona Lisa here again. Welcome to Black Activities. Today we're discussing blackness. Are you black enough, Lisa? And why are we still trying to prove that we're blacker than somebody else? Yeah, it's, it's bananas. But before we get dive into this topic here, um, if you haven't already, I'll need you guys to go and hit that follow button in your podcast app so that you can get all of the latest and greatest um, updates on our episode, especially when it drops next week. And then you can also share it with somebody you know that you think would like it. Well, I don't know if you've ever heard this, Lisa, but I definitely have had someone tell me that I act white in high school. Most of my friends were white because I grew up in a white town. Um, And those were people that like I grew up with since like preschool. So those were my friends. I talk proper. I use correct grammar. I can even turn on my inner white girl when I need to. Um, I was not raised in the hood. I wear Birkenstocks. I might even be able to sing a country song or an alternative song from the 90s. Does that diminish my blackness? Does that make me not black? Why can I just not be eclectic? Like, I feel like I'm just well versed. Don't get it twisted. I'm still black. Well, I think you throw let's throw some sax facts at them. And then we'll dive into that. Historically, there were many ways that blackness was measured. We had the brown paper bag test that determined where on the plantation you would be working. We had the Blue Vein Society, which you couldn't be a member of unless your skin was light enough to see your veins. We had the ruler test that measured how straight your hair was. If it was straight as a ruler, then you weren't black. Girl, no, that ain't real. That's for real. <laughs> That's for real. No. We also had the comb test that measured how easily a fine tooth comb could go through your hair. And all these tests were used to determine just how black people were. And deep blackness meant that you were going to be denied some kind of opportunity. Today, we're still measuring our own blackness. You hear people calling other people Uncle Toms if they feel like that person is kissing up to the white man or doing something that they feel betrays the black people. Well, let me tell you about Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom was the main character in Harriet Beecher Stowe's anti-slavery novel called Uncle Tom's Cabin. Written in 1852, that character was based on a real slave from Maryland, his name was Josiah Henson. 
In the book, Uncle Tom actually did not betray his people. He was asked where two slave girls were hiding and he did not give up their location, knowing that he would be punished for doing that. So Uncle Tom wasn't really an Uncle Tom. What? Yeah. Where it got twisted is that the book was so successful that they decided to make it a stage play. The people who turned it into a stage play changed Uncle Tom to be more like your typical minstrel character of the time who fit all those negative stereotypes because they thought the original character wouldn't sell enough tickets. Mm. So Uncle Tom was a creation of people perpetuating racist stereotypes. And that's sex facts. Y'all, look at that. We walk around here and we say, uh, I ain't going to say we because I don't say Uncle Tom. That's not a part of my vocabulary. But we sit here and we say Uncle Tom, but he wasn't a snitch. He wasn't. And that's big among the African-American community. You can't snitch on nobody. Mm-hmm. The snitches get what? Stitches. Hey, we look at that. So, yo, I think we owe him an apology. We owe him an apology. We, we really do. But to go back to your, you know, original questions about your blackness, I have to say in high school when I did, you know, see you, um, you did. You had majority of Caucasian friends and I did. I I hung around with the black people and I have to say that I'm not going to say all, but majority of African-Americans, we do have this thing to where we automatically stereotype someone because of the people that they're around. Okay. So when you came to me with this idea of the black activities, I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. Well maybe, okay. Look at Shannon. Okay, I got you. <laughs> Let's do this. Um, and you come with hard hitting facts and the way that it is, it's just like, you can't, you can't sit there and stereotype someone just because of how they were raised basically. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, your bills pay, right? And I'm sure I had that reputation. I'm sure people would mm-hmm. say things about me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I do have a little flavor. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. <laughs> Regardless of, you know, what we have going on, that's what it's all about is, you know, it's us. And it's okay to be eclectic. I may come on here and I somebody may, oh, that's sister girl, da, 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 but... <laughs> There is certain music I listen to. You'd be like, what? Like, yes. And my children, they turn me on to different type of music. So on the way down here, baby, my playlist was lit in the car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just random. Like, I think that with us, like with music too, it's just, it's just, we, we are allowed to be different. You, you are allowed to be different. So race should not determine, you know, especially when it comes to your color, like, how black you are. It doesn't matter because again, if you have a little lick of black in you, guess what? You black, you black. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, it's kind of hard. I think more than less, it's like, um, when it comes to certain situations, people look at it like, do you have, do you have like the cards to even be commenting on it? Okay, so let's say for someone who grew up to where they have both parents in the household, they may not have had the same struggles as that person that grew up with a single parent. You know what I mean? So their struggles may be a little bit different. So they may look at you and not respect what you're saying or not take your opinion on what you're saying because they feel like maybe you didn't go through that struggle. So how do you think we can overcome that, though? 
But why should struggle be a measure of blackness? Like to me, that kind of feeds into that whole stereotype that black people have to struggle. Mm -hmm. Like I'm no less black than you because I didn't grow up in the hood and in a black community and I didn't struggle. I grew up in a middle-class family. Mm -hmm. Like that does not determine your blackness. Well, I think more than less when looking at it, it's like, if you're looking at someone to to ask them for an opinion or to ask for help, like how would someone that did come from that background of you, how would you be able to assist without them thinking, okay, well, she grew up differently and then she don't understand what I'm going through. And again, the struggle doesn't necessarily, and maybe that just defeats the whole purpose of what we're talking about, but maybe the struggle just doesn't necessarily mean just, you know, black. It could be, okay, what if, Again, it's two like a, a Caucasian, you know, household where it was two parents, and then they look at it like there's a single parent over here growing up, and then they had struggles where the other one didn't. I think more or less when it comes to African Americans, we heighten our struggle because of what we've been through, whereas there's other ethnicities that have the same thing that goes on too. Yeah, so it should be a measure. I mean, I understand what you're saying, like. It just shouldn't be a measure of blackness mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. because that's, that's just a measure of like different experiences. Okay. Okay. I think that it shouldn't be like a black thing. Um, I think um, we also measure our own blackness based on knowing things that are supposed to be like black culture things. Mm. So like if you don't know certain music or you don't know certain movies or, you know, you don't know black mama sayings or whatever. Right. 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 Like we measure our own blackness. I am judgy that. though. If you don't know the movie Friday, you never watched it. I look at you sideways. I don't know. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm wrong, just say, let me know I'm wrong. Y'all can let me know I'm wrong. But I don't know. I just like because I, I feel like that is very like stuff like that. That's very because it's so relatable. Mm-hmm. So I look at it like that's very significant when it comes to us. And again, this is just my opinion. But I don't know. It's just like, hmm. like, is there something? And do you think there's something like if somebody don't know, you look at them sideways? Like, oh, I don't know. I don't personally. No. Okay. No. I, I, but I think that's bad. because of my experience. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, I think, again, that's a difference of experience. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, again, if you haven't seen Friday, I'm <laughs> asking all I people. have seen Friday. Though. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, in general, I'm putting it out there for everyone. If you have not seen the movie Friday starring Ice Cube and Chris Tucker, it's a very amazing movie. Informative. Um, yeah. <laughs> so go check that out. <laughs> I'm only saying it because I did encounter someone that is black that has never seen it. I bet you there's more people out there who are black that haven't seen it than you think. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Juice. You seen Juice? I've seen Juice. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll move along. I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Another way that I think. Um, we measure our own blackness is like if you don't agree with what a majority of black people would agree with on certain issues, I mm-hmm. think people discount your blackness. Yes. 
Uh, I think a great point with that one would be people like politics. Yes, people definitely. People that supported Trump. Yeah. I'm going to throw that out there real quick. <laughs> <laughs> because like, you know what? Doing research in, in, on this one, it made me look at myself and how I react to certain people. And I think I had to put myself in check. So if you're out there, you listening to this, I do want you to kind of listen to this and just self-analyze yourself and see if you're doing any of this. Because sometimes we do this and we're not conscious of it. Yeah, I think we have our own like racial bias. Mm -hmm. Like we talk about white people having this bias that they don't. Well, just like. uh, (laughs) Just like this um, bias that they're unaware of Mm -hmm. that shapes the way they think about certain things. We have that same thing. Yeah, this is true. This is true. This is true. Okay. Um, I think another thing would uh, contribute to that force measuring is obviously the skin color. Yeah. Um, still, colorism is still a thing. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I shared with y'all before, I have three girls and all of them are lighter skin. And I did ask them here recently um, uh, have they ever, ex- have they ever been in a situation to where they were f- made feel uncomfortable or made feel like they were not black enough? I made a, a point to ask them that my youngest one, she was like, uh, no, not really. Like, because she's young and I'm, and I have seen situations, you know, to where potentially, yeah, as a parent, you're standing on the outside looking in and you just kind of get your, your child's hand, like, come on, let's come on over here. You know? But my older two, considering where we are, yes, they are reminded often because of they talk proper. And um, when we moved back here from New York, it was like uh, my oldest said it was family members that made her feel like she wasn't black enough because she talked proper. She's lighter skin. Um that made her feel uncomfortable. That made her feel like she wasn't black enough. And we ain't talking about outsiders. We talking about family members that made her feel that way. Like she was not black enough. Mm. And then also with my middle daughter, um, she is, you know, she's lighter skin, but again, of course she got the 4C hair. Um, she started embracing her natural hair, but there are certain females that make her feel like she's not in the in crowd because she don't wear the lace fronts and, she just got her nails done for the first time and got, you know, fake nails put on them. And that's because she wanted to get it done. But because, you know, they're eclectic. I like that. And I'm going to be honest with you. That's how I refer to myself and my children. We're very eclectic. We're very open minded um, because she's eclectic. She sometimes get made feel like that she's not black enough. So how just with that conversation alone. And how my children felt, it made me think about how I react to certain things too, and certain people and how I make them feel. And I be careful of my choice and what I think about them. So, you know, I kind of had some reservations about starting this podcast Mm -hmm. because I thought people might look at me like, who is she to start black activities? You know? Right, right. Um, But again, It is you going on a new path. This is, I have to applaud you on this. This is wonderful. This is so wonderful that you're doing this. So girl, don't worry about them. (laughs) (laughs) 
So uh, um, another thing, too, that how we measure is, you know, the way we talk. When I first started my job, it's kind of corporate. And of course, we know how to switch it up. Yeah, we know how to code switch. Yeah. And I figured, okay, this is this is what I do. But it's very hard to maintain that for eight straight hours. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So I had to find a way to let them know that I am me. I'm Mona Lisa. And of course, we I'm going to make sure that I'm very professional, but I'm still going to be me. So I find ways to where when I when when I stop doing that, okay, I cold switch when I have to. Okay, when I have to. Um, but when it's just me and I'm in my office and I'm doing something, like obviously they know like I I'm not like this at home. So when you crossing my territory, this is me. This is who I am. So come on, man. You gotta meet me halfway. And that's just like with everybody. If you're not African-American, you're listening to y'all, y'all got to meet us halfway. Come on, because we are who we are. We can't help that we have a little extra flavor and swag when it comes to, you know, basic things that we have going on. So we we do try. We really do try. We really do try. So say the wrong thing and and you're going to get a little more blackness coming. Yeah. (laughs) I've been seeing this a lot on on social media. They say, what what is your go to phrase? When you about to go off. Do you have one? Because mine is first of all. <laughs> if somebody do something. I'd be like okay. <laughs> first of all. Yeah. First of all is a good one. Yeah. That's mine. I don't know that I have a phrase. Just because I don't really go off on anybody. Oh okay. Okay. Never. You ain't never went off on them. I mean I'm sure I y'all, have. Y'all got to understand. Shannon's so calm. And she's like okay. Like she's the type of person. Okay, let me tell you what the type of black person that I get from her. She's the type of black person. Like if you want to pop off, she's like, okay, let me let me call my attorney real quick. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time to be sitting here playing these games. I'm not going to go back and forth with you. I don't have time. So here you can talk to my attorney about it, and then y'all let me know what y'all decide. Like that's Maybe. the vibe I get from you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, look, you can't even deny. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe maybe mine is look. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Look. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Y'all, y'all don't see it, but she, she threw a hand up with it, like a wait a minute type thing (laughs) and it matched. It fit perfectly. So I can see that too. I can see that too. Um, another thing too, um, what we wear. My husband makes fun of me. Why? Because of my shoes. Let me ask you a quick question. I heard you mention. Okay. I I did I hope I didn't make a face when you said Birkenstocks earlier. No, I don't okay. care. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Do you wear socks with them? No, because I I don't like the ones that are closed. I wear the sandals. Okay, but still I still see when they put socks on with, with them. No, okay, no. Uh, okay, I like my toes to be free. Okay, good. Yeah, girl, I like my toes out. Now I like my toes out, but I also like. Um, Tevas. I don't know if you have encountered yes, yeah. those. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my daughter, she, she has Tevas sandals. Okay. And How he, you feel about Crocs? I hate Crocs. Why, girl? I hate them. I, I hate love Crocs. Let me tell you, I got a pair of the hot pink ones and I got a pair of black ones. My hot pink ones is blinged out. It has a gold chain on it. 
It has like red, like diamond lips, like the look, what you call it, little gibbets that they, you put down in them. <laughs> I have that. Even have like my gold chain has a pink tassel that hangs from it. They're blinged out. Okay. And then my black ones, those are my black power um, Crocs. So it has, let me see, it has like an Africa like um, gibbet on there. It has the black power gibbet. I think I even have like a, it's like a pride, like heart, rainbow heart. Girl, it's a lot going on. Um, but yeah, that's my black power. That is, that's one shoe you will never see me in. Really? They never. comfortable, girl? No, ma'am. They comfortable. Okay, well, fine. You wear your Birkenstocks, I wear my Crocs. Yes. Boom. We even, y'all see how we even each other out like a yin and a yang type thing? Yin yang in the thing. If you have never worn a pair of Tevas, you d- you don't know what you're missing because those things been. they um, form to your foot. I noticed that with with my daughter. I noticed that she loves them. They are so comfortable. Okay, I'm gonna get me some. I'm gonna get some. My best friend, um, she had some. They was like a rainbow type color, and I noticed that she said they were very comfortable too. And she's Caucasian. She is. See, you see that? It don't matter. <laughs> Y'all see how Birkenstocks, Tiva, the Crocs, y'all still get, no matter what, y'all getting our money. It doesn't matter, y'all. Be free. Wear what you want to wear. It doesn't, it does not matter. You wear what you want to wear. It don't matter. Be you. Be you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot. Let's talk about when we do use these measures of blackness. Mm Mm-hmm. What effect does it have on our community? So automatically, if you're acting a certain way towards someone or you're calling someone a name because of how they are, then when your children see it, they think that that's wrong. And so they turn into bullies. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. So they turn into bullies, not realizing that what you're doing or what you've been subjecting them to, it's not okay. Let them figure it out for themselves. And the stuff that they're like, they don't even know what they be doing half the time. And even for the community within itself, like I, I just feel like like we we do too much sometimes. It just to me, it just weakens the community. Like yes. weakens our unity. Oh, definitely, yes. But yes. also like People need to understand, like other cultures need to understand that we're not monolithic. Mm, Say it again. And by allowing black people to be their authentic self, Mm -hmm. free of judgment, Mm -hmm. we are downing those stereotypes that follow us. Right. Um, And also it's just showing that, making that point. We're all individuals, so... Everybody has their own uniqueness. This is true. This is true. I just feel like, uh, again, with that, I mean, yes, the piggyback off of what you're saying, like it does weaken our community. And could that be a contributing factor on why we're not one contributing factor on why African-Americans aren't as strong as supporting like other ethnicities are? Because think about the Hispanic community. They take care of each other. That in the Indian community. Oh, yes. The Asian community. like. Yeah. It made me sick at the stomach to hear someone downing someone else. You know what I mean? When you can, you know, pull them aside and talk to them about whatever it is, whatever issue it is, 
And some of most of the stuff is not even worth talking about. Right. Does it matter that I wear Birkenstocks? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm still me. You still you? It don't bother me. It, it, it don't bother me at all. Especially with my Crocs. Does, does it bother you I wear my Crocs? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to mess you up next time. I'm going to put on my Crocs. I'm gonna, let me see. Oh, that's all right. I ain't even going to tell you. Oh, I got a special outfit for you, baby. Watch out. <laughs> I'm gonna text you a picture of my Crocs in different <laughs> outfits every day. <laughs> I <hate> Crocs. <laughs> it's not you. It's the shoes. <laughs> it's fine. I'm gonna send it straight to you. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna post you on Facebook and tag. I'm gonna post a picture of me and tag you in. <laughs> me and Shannon together. <laughs> So next up, what we're going to do is, since I consider myself eclectic, you consider yourself eclectic, we're going to do a little something to where we're going to have just a little fun. We're going to finish the lyrics of certain songs. Okay. Okay. All right. So I feel like I'm going to start singing and then you can, you know, come on, come on in. Okay. Ready? So first, what we're going to do is, I feel like with this song... It don't matter where you come from, okay? Even there is, I promise, there is a dude, a black dude standing on a block with his pants sagging. And if this song come on, he'll start singing. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to say, we're going to start out like this. We're going to say, making the way downtown, walking fast, faces passing, I'm homebound. Staring blankly ahead, making my way, making my way through the crowd. Ooh, yes. And I need you. And I miss you. And now I wonder. You got to say it like her. And now I wonder. Something wrong with us. I could. Into the skies You and I Could pass you by You know I Want a thousand miles If I could just See you Tonight That's a black thing Do white people do that when they don't know the words to the song? I'm pretty sure they do They got to That's like normal we don't ever be knowing the words. Yeah, I don't know. That's normal. That's normal. Okay. You normal. That's normal. So I got one, one for you. Okay. We ready? We ready? You know, I'm an old head. So this one is one from the, I guess, 90s. Okay. You know, Alanis Morissette. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I sure do. An old man turned 98. He won the lottery. And died the next day. It's a black fly in your Chardonnay. It's a death row pardon. Two minutes too late. And isn't it ironic? Don't you think? It's like rain on your wedding day. 
It's a free ride. I'm finna stand up. But you're already paid. It's a good advice that you just can't take. And who would have thought it could figure? <laughs> right. Hey, man, I've been practicing for this my whole life, baby. That's what my car concert's about. <laughs> hey, if y'all want to see me on my car concerts, hey, I'll be live in my car. Y'all make sure you follow me. You at, need to do it every Monday. Every Monday. Okay. Every Monday. Follow us at Black Activities Pod on Instagram. Let me tell you, I'll be so lit on my way to work. So lit. So, but yeah, that was a good one. I don't know about this one. I'm going to change the I'm going to change. I'm going to make it clean. Just this start with the chorus. Okay. This is hard. Um, um, girl, you look good. Won't you back the thing up? He's a fine mama. Won't you back that thing up? Call Big Daddy, won't you back the thing up? Girl, who is you playing with? Back that thing up. Girl, you look good. Won't you back that thing up? <laughs> big fine mama, won't you back the thing up? Call me Big Daddy when you're back the thing up. Hey, another song. I got too. a funny story about this. Okay, okay. <laughs> another song too, though, is Slow Motion. Oh, slow motion. I like it like that. She working that back. Let me tell you, I know that song from beginning to end. It is not normal. I'll be, listen, y'all don't judge me. I'll be cooking Sunday dinner. That song, come on. I'll be in there getting it. Whipping up the mac and cheese, that slow motion. Y'all go ahead. What's your story? So we riding in the car and um, back that thing up came on. Mm -hmm. And my daughter, who was four at the time and is very smart, she said, Mommy, what's a couch here? Yeah. <laughs> I am dead. I didn't even know what to say. I don't know how to answer that yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wait, what did you do? You say that? You just act like you hear. That's that's a parent thing. You act like you don't hear what they say. <laughs> you're not, you're not a response. I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> oh my gosh! I think I just started laughing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's one. Girl, close your eyes. Let the rhythm get into you. Don't try to fight it. There ain't nothing that you can do. Relax your mind. Lay back and groove with mine. Because we can. And we can ride the boogie, share a beat of love. I wanna rock with you all night, girl. If I can wear some socks like that nowadays, <laughs> baby, you want the whole outfit? Yes, I don't know about the Jerry curl though, <laughs> but yes, girl, you just ball back me. I'm just gonna give me some socks like that, <laughs> but they'll be hot as hell, probably. Yeah, okay, and itchy and some loafers. I got some loafers. I can I, not the the penny loafer joints. Oh, I thought you was talking about the sparkly outfit in the video. Yeah, but he had loafers on with it too, right? Did he? Or was it the whole boot? Was I think it, it the, was a sparkly boot. Oh, okay. I thought he had the loafers on. I his toes was tied up in that. He had them loafers on. Okay, all right. Okay, let's so, do one more. Let's do one more. Okay, let me see. Let me see. What? Well, let's see. What can I get you with? 
Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? I travel the world in the seven seas. Everybody's looking for something. I don't know the rest of it. Some of them want to, to use you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Some of them want to be used by you. And then at the end, she's like, oh, <laughs> keep your head moving on. <laughs> That's my joint, girl. You laughing. I'll still listen to that. <laughs> okay. So right there, man. If it's a classic, it's a classic. Good music is good music. Yeah, you can't look at somebody and just because, you know what I'm saying, they listen to something different and be like, yeah, they're totally different. I mean, it's typical to look at someone and determine by their looks or their actions if they're black or not. But we must stop and look deep down within ourselves to make sure that we are contributing to the problem. It is us that make our counterparts feel uncertain within themselves. So let's stop asking if someone is black enough to provide input and look at the big picture of that's who they are and accept them. And we can help broaden each other's experience. Oh, yes, definitely. Definitely. You'll learn something. So. All right. So next week we will be discussing black love. Thank you for tuning in to season two, episode two of Black Activities. There's three things that you can do to be involved with everything we got going on. Um, As I said before, if you like what you heard, share it. We would love to hear your opinions on our topics each week. Hit us on that hotline. Yes, again, I like to say the hotline bling. That number is 770-744-1749 and leave us a message. You might hear yourself on a future episode. And if you're on IG, you can follow us. We are at Blacktivities Pod. So you guys enjoy your week. King and queen keep doing big things. Let go.